undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredhead. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my vice presidential debate, said the spider to the fly. Man, that shit crazy. Y'all see that? I know you saw that with the fly. Anyway, we, we're not going to get into the debate because it was, you know, I mean, nobody threw hands, uh, you know, over that mad disrespectful... Who expected anything less uh, than some, um, what do you call it, white supremacy on full display in this debate? But, you know, whatever. Uh, Kamala Kamala spanked that ass a little bit, especially with the uh, corona. And anyway, whatever, whatever, man. Nobody shivs a git. Welcome to my policy of the to the fly ass. Me being the spider uh, and me being Oroku Saki, a.k.a. the Shredder. And with me, of course, my main brain and the mayor of Dimension X, the brains of the outfit, my producer, and my best friend, Crying, y'all. Crying. Crying. What's up? What's up? What up? All right. Let's leap right into the shits. Uh, Jonathan Price um, did not deserve to die. You've seen all the stories this week that I will be discussing. Uh, so I'm going to treat it as if you do not need a lot of explanation and recapping uh, the Mr. Price, of course, was the, the was the young man who was uh, gunned down by the police um, in Texas, uh, and in Wolf was it just flat out Wolf, Texas. I I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so you know he was breaking up a fight. The officers arrived on the scene, and he you know he uh. <clears throat> pardon he um you know tried to shake the officer's hand apparently uh listen man these niggas ain't none of your friend they don't care how great you are in the community they don't care how bad you are in the community uh they fear you they hate you they will kill you and um you know, of course, you know, with, with his beliefs, um, you know, Mr. Price and his, uh, you know, less than acceptable by most black folk. Um, you know, I'm not 100% if he was a Trump supporter. I think he had a, at least a few tweets. Uh, anyway, whatever the case may be, uh, this, again, is another cautionary tale that these these cats don't care nothing about you, so stop trying to um, 
align yourself. Like, close your open arms, you know? Like, you can support. Don't mean you gotta trust, you know? But whatever, man. Um, I say, man, at, at this point, you never trust the foes. Um, he came with a handshake, they gunned him down. If you come with a milkshake, they'll gun you down. You know, for me, man, it's just, you're better off letting off. Yeah, listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, the cops come, your boy is out of there. You know, even that time when I turned myself in, uh, for my crimes against pretty much nature, uh... You know, even even when I did, I was a little wary. I was pretty sure that I would be, I would get popped. But you know, at the at the same time, man, I, it feels like the more about that action that you are, the less likely someone is to bother you. It's weird, man. I, I'm a nigga who should have been shot a few times, and the foes didn't. You know, it's weird. Um, and I'm somebody who has killed, and I'm somebody who has died before, bro. I've been on both sides of it. Let me tell you something. Um, like I said, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be on this side of the dirt, my man. Uh, anyway, what else? Um, oh, Tory Lane's little tiny ass finna go to jail, bro. They about to put that little nigga in juvie. You know what I'm saying? Lock him up. Uh, he would be, uh, you know, the, the, I hate trying to, I hate explain, re-explaining things. I'm just going to assume that you know that he shot Meg the Stallion or that, well, allegedly, allegedly shot Meg the Stallion. He's the only man in the car with a gun, uh, and a person gets shot and the gun is on his person, whatever, you know, um. And then he went on to make a mixtape, uh, and, and this is nasty, just nasty, even, even if he had done, you know, something violent, and then was like, yo, my bad, it, 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 it would be trash still, but damn, bro, like, you gonna launch, you gonna launch, uh, uh, a mixtape, like, a whole rollout over this shit, like, you wrong, I hope they put your little ass in jail with the biggest cats and and that's not to say that I want him to be assaulted most certainly not sexually assaulted we have to get over that um that old adage of sending people to prison in hopes that they will be assaulted like sexually assaulted like no, no what i want uh for one was for mr lanes to do his time and be rehabilitated but you know it's the prison system so uh yeah, fat chance. Um, however, I would like for him to be locked up with large niggas who just put him in a circle. And again, no assault, no, you know, I, I just want him to be pushed like for back and forth for like a good hour. Um, it, it would be, it would be funny. Like they would just stuff him into like clown outfits with rainbow wigs or, or, or you know, something. I mean, I'm not against him being humiliated um i i don't necessarily want it i i i kind of want him to rot and ride out uh all all 22 of the years that he's been uh threatened with um 
So, so fingers crossed, man, that he uh, receives adequate punishment for um, befitting of his crime of uh, assault and pretty much, I mean, anytime you shoot someone, you're not trying to kill them. Like, come on, bro. Um, yeah, I, I, I just hope that he receives everything uh, it, that should come his way. Uh, good talk. All right. Uh, all right. And, you know. Uh, you know, I love to talk the National BA, and here we are, the heat, avoid the gentleman sweep, uh, and uh, only down one game in the National BA Championship Finals, and um, I gotta say, man, I'm happy, I'm glad I was wrong, I really had uh, the fight, the, I'm sorry, the, the Lakers, uh, winning in five. I really, I really had it. Um, especially what was it? Game four. It, it was a, it was tough. Um, I, and I, like I said, I, I said that the heat would sack up and they would win, uh, at least one game. Uh, Jimmy buckets, man. He, he's, he's my favorite basketball player. I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, I just really admire, he, he's doing everything that Kyrie said he wanted to do when he broke away from the Cavaliers and said that he wanted to be the man, or, or, or how many words, I'm not sure he ever used the term the man, but uh, this is exactly <clears throat> the way Jimmy Butler is doing it, is exactly the way I know he saw that playing out in his head when he moved to Boston, and he has since, um, you know, re well, teamed up with another ridiculously bright star, and hopefully it works out in Brooklyn with their ugly-ass floor. Uh, that's not his fault. But, like I said, the, the Heat avoid the gentleman sweep uh, in, a, in, in what was a real thriller, actually. Uh... Braun had, what, 43, 12, and, like, 8 or so. He had some ridiculously legendary-ass stat line. Only to lose. Um, in the end... Uh, listen, man, I am not going to kill LeBron for passing that ball. Uh, the only thing I would give him an issue with is passing that ball to Gerald Green. Gerald Green and Kyle Kuzma are worse than Bebop and Rocksteady, just a couple of numbskulls out there taking up space, fouling at inopportune times, and, and just bumming the one job that they have. You had one job, Gerald Green. You, you had no one. This nigga LeBron gathered all of the defensive attention and, and left you free to, for one, take your time and shoot a three-pointer for glory, for your own redemption to win the championship right there on the floor. Nigga, you had a bird in the hand. You know what I'm saying? And there are people, stupid people, might I add, who are killing LeBron for not taking a shot that was contested by four of the five players on the defensive end when you have a man that you're supposed to have on the team that you can kick the ball to 
to make that three-pointer. That is his job that he is paid to do. Uh, don't hit me with that Michael Jordan shit because he passed the ball to both Paxson, Purdue, Steve Kerr. There were mad niggas who Michael Jordan passed the ball to. I know all y'all ever think about is Jordan over fucking uh, Elo. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all young and dumb. And y'all don't really watch sports. Y'all watch highlights. And that's the way you live life. But that's fine. You know, leave it to, to guys like me who actually pay attention to things to rehash them and bring them up and remind you cretins. Uh, I'm, I'm coming in hot, man. Sorry. Uh, but y'all, y'all really have to like, look at things on a, a, on a macro level. Like that's Gerald Green's literal job is to make three point shots, especially the ones that are wide open. Man had a 20 fucking 20 foot radius of nothing but hardwood nobody was in his general vicinity he was supposed to shoot that ball and he was supposed to make that shot lebron was supposed to make that pass to present that opportunity and uh gerald green violated his trust and then markeith markeith what the f markeith bro have you never shot a mid-range jumper before nigga tried to hook from the elbow fam what this nigga boo-booed on himself fam oh boy gerald green kyle kuzma markeith what kind of name is markeith anyway i hope you got roasted in school your entire anyway um yeah, man, that, that's the national. So tonight will be game six. So, you know, with all of your goat comparisons, which stop making that goddamn goat comparisons already. Like, nigga never came out here and was like, yo, I'm gonna be Jordan. That's y'all, okay? Y'all don't have a Michael Jordan to compare, like, I don't know how you be working on the dock. I don't know. You don't do that at your job, right? You don't you don't take a nigga that been working at the plant that worked at the plant in 1991 and 97 and be like, "Yo, I'm better than he was." You don't do that, right? So shut up. Nigga, just watch the sports. Just watch the sports, nigga. Like, stop with the damn comparisons, fam. Jeez. Nigga, don't never be talking about, oh, back in 95, my man used to have mad attachment rates to when he was selling shoes here at Foot Locker. I'm going to break those rec. Nobody is keeping tabs on what you do because nobody cares about what you do. And I hate to be mean, but I'm just trying to be realistic here. Let, shut up, man. Shut up. Anyway, uh, while you're shutting up, I'm going to uh, pick
pay some bills with our good friends at the Hyphen Podcast Group. Shredhead Pod, y'all. Hello, this is former President Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I want to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about Hyphen Podcast. Now, Kellen, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a And while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me, I killed Bin Laden's Trust my taste in podcasts. Hyphen Nation, featuring Kellen Conley and semi-regular co-host Marcus Sean Mallet Robinson. You know, Kellen Pods, Marcus Wright. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Big Mark. And Kanye, Kanye was still jack. But for Michelle and the girls, all love to Hyphen Nation and the Hyphen Podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on. She's beautiful. And I know. Well, you know. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Obezi, you warlord, you, you adorable, lovable warlord. Reminds me of someone I used to know. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of war, uh, some white folks tried to incite the Civil War again, but uh, this time they was truly wilding. Uh, a bunch of imbeciles got together and thought that they would uh, kidnap the Michigan governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, pardon me if I'm stumbling right now. It's just so bizarre. Like, listen, I used to kidnap me. You know what I mean? I, I, I kidnap people all the time. I used to kidnap people all the time. But it was the same two people, right? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, come on. Come on, man. Fool me all these other times. Like, come on, April. You know, after a certain point, you can't even... Like, you gotta be comfortable after a while. Not to say that I wasn't the right, but you know, you wasn't in no danger, never. You know what I mean? You, we kidnapped the rat. I hit him a couple of times, but we we had history. Like me, me and me and April, I was just trying to lure those accursed turtles. Anyway, anyway, that's, I'm getting way off the point here. Uh, Adam Fox, Barry G. Croft, Ty Garbin, Caleb Franks, Daniel Harris, Brandon Caserta, Joseph Morrison, Pete Musico, Paul Bella, Sean Fix, William Null, and Michael Null, and Eric Molotar, all were foiled. It's 13 of y'all, nigga. Of course, somebody, somebody spilled the beans, obviously. Uh, but in a, a, a something that I have never said before, thank God for the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Man. I was able to catch you all. But with this many people, I'm sure enough of you were chirping to where this was not, this was kind of a layup, probably, if I had to imagine. Uh, first of all, WTF, bro. Like, really? A sitting governor? You go to... Like, say what you want about the right man. Uh, 
they they want to do something. They you, you know maybe maybe we, we maybe oh, maybe people could stand to be a little more radical. Uh, first of all, at the uh, present debate, your man told you to stand by and stand down or stand stand back. Whatever, man. I don't think you all know what words mean anyway. But um, when you look at this group of men, they all look exactly the way you think they look, just wild beards. Uh, it, it's just a, a thing made up of like fat Kyles and Unabombers. They, that's all they look like, a bunch of people who want anarchy. They want to instigate civil war. Uh, <laughs> the plot also included seven members of a Michigan militia. Anytime you hear militia, just, you know, go ahead and just go ahead and say that they're, you know, white supremacists known as Wolverine Watchmen. Oh, Jesus. See, and, and Watchmen. What are you watching for? Black, black and brown people. Is that it? Like, you're a little extreme, my friend. Now, it would be one thing if you thought, like, you know... If Gretch was actually flexing something upon you, like, I don't know, harsher gun laws, I know for a fact in Michigan, you can just go, you can go cop a gun for, well, you used to be able to, uh, at Gibraltar Trade Center, hell, I went there a few times to get past some of these New York loopholes because, you know what I'm saying, New, New Yiddy, uh, for some reason, you know, they don't want you to have the blicky, but niggas got the blicky. Uh, and, and Michigan would be one of the places. Uh, I know I'm riding on myself. Listen, I've already served time for all of these things. I've already uh, fessed up to everything that I will uh, mention on this podcast. So don't worry about your boy. I've already paid. I've done my nickel. Uh... Yes, yeah, so they were conducting surveillance on Whitmer's home, uh, well, her vacation home in northern Michigan, uh, and had plans to kidnap her and take her to a, quote, secure location, which, come on, I know all about secure locations, but I just don't trust 13, <clears throat> 13 possibly more uh, filthy honkies to take a woman to any location and it being secure uh, stand trial, what the, okay, uh, anyway, they talked about murdering tyrants and taking a sitting governor, um, they decided they needed to increase their numbers and encourage each other to talk to their neighbors and spread their message, and that's where you fools went wrong, uh, yeah, and so, you know, Whitmer went on to say that, you know, Trump didn't tell his proud boys to chill. Or, you know, it was like the nigga, this nigga blows a dog whistle that all of us can hear. Like, this is the dumbest evil genius I've ever seen in my life. Like, stand back and stand by, like, that's so obvious. Yeah. Hate groups heard, uh, well, she says, uh, hate groups heard the president's words, not as a rebuke, but a rallying cry, a call to action. Of course, when, well, 
and and and, and as we've seen, um, I don't know what the numbers are on the stats, but I believe um, you know younger voters uh, anywhere between eighteen and twenty-four. The last election, maybe forty-nine thousand period voted. Like that's a abysmally low number. That's super dismal, and so far before the election has even taken place, uh, the absentee ballots and early voting has shown that 250,000 young people have already voted. So uh, I know that mostly anytime, anytime that uh, the voting numbers are high, uh, the right is in trouble. That's why they're always trying to take your vote. So cut the shit when it comes to, oh, your vote doesn't matter, nigga, that shit matter. Otherwise, they wouldn't be trying to take it from you. They wouldn't make it, try to make it difficult for you to uh, to, to do. So uh, when there's other things on the ballot besides weed, please uh, motivate yourself to get to the polls. You'll... All right. Uh, yeah, because, you know, these are terrorists, like flat out. Like, let's just call... A white spade, a white spade, they're terrorist. And uh, when they try to hit you with, uh, you know, oh, we, we're just Americans, we're liberal. Like, don't forget all this Nazi shit that people don't like to say or people uh, are like really, you know, they say, oh, be careful not to throw around the Nazi word. It is exactly that. It's what it is. Like, it's fascism, it's, it's Nazism, it's, it's, it's people uh, trying to motivate the poor, uh, poor white trash to do their job for them. You know, uh, your government isn't going to uh, officially go and try to wipe everyone out. No, they're trying to pit us against one another. And uh, the easiest way to do that, uh, anyone who's ever read uh, the Starbelly Sneetches book by Dr. Seuss, would know that the easiest way is to turn your citizens against one another. Uh, and what better way to do it than to use race? You know, it's the one thing we can't do anything about, but for some reason, we feel like it is. Uh, the homie Malachi Unique said, Hitler got it from us. Yeah, now listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! Fucking you know nothing and about us, that! I mean, you hunkies up top, uh, pre-1938, you know, uh, you, you, you call them krauts and, you know, you go over there and you're waving your banners and talking about freeing the world and this is the same thing that they're saying, only that, you know, they were, they were fighting their own at that point in time, uh, and, 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 and surprise, surprise, they're buddy-buddy, uh, with, with, with Nazis and Nazism and, you know, it is what it is, and it is what it has always been. So, <clears throat> with all that said, uh, take your black ass to the polls. Um, you know, like what? What? What else? What else? What else could I say? You got about twenty some odd days to get your grits together. So, uh, however you got to do it, do it. All right, I. I don't normally get all political, but, you know, I mean, a, a kidnapping, I, I couldn't resist a kidnapping story, um, especially one that was, that failed so poorly, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, 
are able to kidnap a TV news reporter like once a week. And uh, these 13 fools couldn't stop knocking their heads together. You know, these, these, these motherfuckers look like, you know that thing on Twitter where it's like the, the collage of all the white dudes with the Oakley glasses saying that, you know, they don't want to see politics in their sports. They are, um, uh, all lives matter. You know, that, you know, that little collage, that's it. That's, that is exactly what these 13 look like. And it's hilarious because that's just the face of racism. You know, like it's just that obvious. Like, look at this nigga. Like, if you if you ever see the picture of um, Adam Fox, like he thinks he's sexy, like he just looks like a red foot, you know, or a toe. I'm sorry, but um, you know you see no regret in his eyes, no nothing. It's just evil behind that face, behind those eyes. Say what you want about me. At least I wasn't racist, you know. I just didn't like those turtles. But now, you know, hey. The past is the past. Anyway, we're going to take another quick commercial break. And we will be back with our Cretan of the Week. It was more of a Cretan of last week, but it's fine. This is an evergreen Cretan. Uh, bet you already know who it is. We'll be right back. Master Shredder. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell you all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. Hey, all right, and we're back. Uh... Before we get to the Cretan of the Week, and no, actually, we'll get right to the Cretan of the Week, uh, because, welcome back, James Dolan, you dumb donkey. That's right, James Dolan, Cretan of the Week. He was actually Cretan of last week, but um, I was just so fed up with people telling me that I needed to pray for the worst man uh, currently in the world right now that uh, it kind of took precedent, but uh, I want you, James Dolan, you, I know you're listening, and I can't wait for you to come for me, because when I come for you, nigga, anyway, uh, James Dolan, he's no stranger to Cretan of the Week. Um, he, he, he is uh, definitely Shredhead Pod, Hall of Shame, First Ballot, lifetime member uh anyway he got into it with max rose who is um the uh what is he ah senate for um he's he's congress congress for long island yes uh anyway he was trashing The Knicks, of course, as any self-respecting New Yorker would do. Uh, And and James Dolan apparently said that um, that Max Rose was using this as a political platform. Like, how is that controversial? How is that political? 
The Knicks are trash and it's your fault, James Dolan. And so in response, he started donating money to Nicole Meliotakis for her campaign um, to run up against the incumbent Max Rose. Uh, good luck, fam. Because you could, I don't know, man, just, just spend some money on this goddamn, spend some money on this franchise that you've sent to hell. Spend some money on some boxes and move out of the garden because right now you are sinking a ship that still makes money and it's very frustrating. I, I wish just for the good of the organization that the money would fail because you know anybody could stand in that position and make money I could be there and actually be trying to make moves to get people there who we'll talk about how many times how how many times are we going to go after uh Chris Paul how how many times uh it, it's like Damn, nigga, what, 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 what year is this for Chris Paul? This, it's like his 17th too, like, for real? For real? And it, it is not even like, you know, uh, the Pistons with Derrick Rose. You know what I mean? That, that's just a hodgepodge over there. It's the land of misfit toys, and, you know, you go over there to root for, for, for guys that you wish had a had you know things the ball bounced literally a different direction for them but this shit here man this is just not even mediocrity this is basketball hell and nobody wants to come here so let's let's give up the ghost on chris paul okay uh we got rj barrett anyway Anyway, you're a cretin, James Dolan, and I can't wait for you to fall out of a window. I didn't say a tall window. I just want him to fall out of a window. I, I just want him to fall out of... Man, set your ass down. I just want him to fall out of leadership. Ugh, can't wait for... He, he, someone needs... Can we please get footage of him using the N-word? so we can get him up out of there. Please, someone come up with something. Fine, give me, give me something, baby. Like, we gotta get this cat up out of here. And the only way I think is going to be politically charged because he said some, he said some problematic shit. So if you have James Dolan saying some problematic shit, please send that to uh, the Shredhead Pod Care Of Hyphen Podcast group. And we will get that ma. We'll get that motherfucker out of there. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it, and you're tired of it. We all are. <sighs> Dreadful. Anyway, uh, I shred commend. Uh, the boys season two. Uh, mainly the season two finale. Um, you've probably heard. Um that the show of course it's another one of those that subverts all of the old you know hackneyed comic 
tropes, which now is becoming its own hackneyed comic comic trope of subversive comic book characters being a little more realistic or, you know, being um being not everything that they're cracked up to be, surprise, surprise, you know, uh all these goody two shoes niggas be putting on. It's all cap. And I realized that now I was making reference to superheroes and, and said Cap, which, you know, could mention Captain America. Anyway, uh, he might actually be kind of cool. I don't know. I'm sure there's some problematic stuff with him, depending on who writes him, you know, making him a jingoistic, borderline racist, at least offensive and old anyway uh this thing here especially um they pull up spoiler alert i'm sure you've seen the memes one of the characters is an old lady nazi and uh you know the finale is pretty cathartic i i'll i'll say that much um yeah yeah and really like she's racist but it's it's not very heavy-handed with her racism. Like, she says, like, you know, it, sometimes it starts get, to get good to her, like, the racism, and, and she ramps it up a little bit. But it's not, like, super heavy-handed, like, mustache. Or, like, you, you hate her enough. You know what I mean? You'll, you, you will hate her enough, but it's not, like, every two seconds she's saying, like, you know, nigger... Or whatever, you know what I mean. It's, it it's almost tolerable, but they make she's 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 just hateable enough uh, to where you can you can just sink your teeth into uh, her uh, uh, her fate. Okay, it's one scene in particular that you will jump out of your seat maybe, and you'll pantomime. Uh, it, it was a fun. It it was fun. Um, Garth Ennis is a really grisly like writer, and um, the way he creates comics, he, it, it, you can tell he was a kid who used too much red crayon. You know, it's a lot of his stories are just like really gruesome and grotesque for no reason. Um, but this felt okay. You know, there's a lot of blood. There's a lot of, you know, eh, I could do it out a lot of it. You know, it's like some, someone is popping people's heads and, you know, whatever, man. You know, but uh, toward the end of this one, eh, you know, it's good. Anyway, 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 I'm giving, I'm talking entirely too much. Uh... I gotta get ready for the game tonight. Um, I'm I'm a little out of sorts because I'm still worried about what's going to happen with the election. Uh, look over there so that I may ninja vanish.